This episode is brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital. Your path to financial freedom and stability through multifamily syndications begins with Premier Ridge Capital. Visit our website at www.premierridgecapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and get your free ebook today. Learn the secrets of multifamily investing and how Premier Ridge Capital can be your partner in achieving financial peace of mind. Supreme Court to consider quadrillion dollar question in major tax case. Powell pushes back on rate cut bets, but markets push back even harder. And Wells Fargo CEO warns the severance costs of nearly $1 billion in fourth quarter as layoff loan. These are the top three headlines in this week's weekly business brief. First up, the Supreme Court is poised to examine a significant tax case delving into what has been labeled as the quadrillion dollar question. According to The Hill, the Supreme Court will hear oral arguments in early December on a case that has the potential to broadly reshape the U.S. tax code and cost the government hundreds of billions of dollars in revenue. At issue in more v. United States is the question of whether the federal government can tax certain types of unrealized gains, which are property like stocks and bonds that people own, but from which they haven't directly recouped the value. So they don't have direct access to the money that the property is worth. That just makes sense, right? That just that just makes sense to me as, as I'm processing this, right? You, you can't pay taxes on something you haven't realized, which is, I think, is fair. Large portions of the U.S. tax code requires that income be realized before it can be taxed. But critics say it's an inherently wishy-washy concept that courts have just been ignoring for years due to the administrative impracticalities. Even if the court limits the scope of its decision to the specific tax reference in the case known as the mandatory reparation tax, a ruling favor of the plaintiffs could cost $340 billion over the next decade, according to the Justice Department. For comparison, that would cancel out all the extra revenue generated by 80 billion IRS funding boosts and then add $140 billion to the national deficit, which now stands between 26 and 33 trillion according to various measurements. But experts say that costs could be much higher than that if the court broadens out its definition of what counts as realization, pushing heaps of taxable income out of the government's reach. The decision could have implications for everything from potential wealth taxes like the one the Biden administration proposed for billionaires in 2022 to large swaths of international tax regimen. This is a sticky situation because uh, the way I'm reading this is you got you got a tax code that taxes people on unrealized gains and that's kind of not fair but if we don't can you imagine what a nightmare and a crap show this will create for the government deficit so that's how the government pays for service is by taxation real sticky situation next up powell challenges predictions of a rate cut but the markets fiercely counter with stronger resistance reported by bloomberg federal reserve chair jay powell attempted to push back against investors' growing expectations of interest rate cuts on the first half of 2024. Wall Street responded by doubling down on Friday despite Jay Powell's warning that it would be premature to conclude that with confidence that we have achieved a sufficiently restrictive stance or to speculate on which policy might ease. Markets now place odds of a quarter point cut by the Federal Open Market Committee's March meeting well above 50%. Wow, that's interesting. 
and are fully pricing in a cut in May as traders viewed Powell's comment as sufficiently balanced to leave the door open to such a pivot. We'll have to see because we're seeing layoffs. We just we just talked a little bit about layoffs and in the previous article, we're seeing banks laying people off. This interest rate thing is starting to hurt the economy. In a speech in Atlanta Friday, the Fed chief signaled that policymakers expect to leave interest rates steady when they meet December 12th through the 13th, giving themselves more time to evaluate the economy after rising rates aggressively near zero in March 2022 to above 5% in July. That's right. The fastest any Fed board has raised interest rate in that time, this board has done it. The fastest rate hike ever has been done by this Federal Reserve Board being headed by Jay Powell. And I quote, having come so far so quickly, the FOMC is moving forward carefully as the risk of under and over tightening are becoming more balanced. Powell said at Spelman College, a historical black school in Atlanta, while adding that policymakers are prepared to tighten policy further if it becomes appropriate to do so. A slowing U.S. economy and fall in the inflation rate have also raised expectations among investors that the central bank could begin to cut rates as soon as March. I, I can tell you, I would welcome that. That's good for real estate. It's good for business. It's good for the economy. Some in the business world and in the real estate arena will not welcome that. What will happen, though, is when those rates start to come down, the buyer demand is going to go up. And the buyers for real estate are going to come right back out and we're going to see prices go straight up again, guys. So be ready for that unaffordability. Affordability will become even worse when rates go down, although it's kind of contradiction, right? Because rates go down, payments should go down. But if prices keep going up, they're still going to make it, you know, these prices going to price a lot of people out of the market. So we'll have to wait and see and see how that plays out. Lastly, Wells Fargo CEO warns of the severance cost of nearly $1 billion in the fourth quarter as layoffs loom. Wells Fargo CEO Charlie Scharf said Tuesday that low staff turnover means the company will likely book a large severance expense in the fourth quarter. And I quote, we have seen turnover come down. And so because of that, we are likely going to have more severance than we otherwise would have anticipated. We're looking at something like 750 million to a little less than a billion dollars in severance in the fourth quarter that we weren't anticipating just because we want to continue to focus on efficiency. Sharf said during the Goldman Sachs conference, whoa, that's a big number for severance. So when you hear that, guys, and the media wants to tell you that everything's perfect and everything's fine and that the interest rates are not doing anything, there is an underlying banking crisis going on here. There's over 50,000 layoffs happening in the banking sector that's not being put out there. You'll get some of that information here, but that's not being put out there in the mainstream media. That expense is an accrual for worker layoffs and relocation that Wells Fargo expects to make next year, according to spokeswomen for the bank. Wells Fargo had 227,363 employees as of September. Under the previous leadership, employees had fanned out across the country. Now Sharp wants them near one of the bank office hubs in San Francisco, New York, Minneapolis, St. Louis, or Charlotte. If workers don't opt to move, they may lose their roles, according to a person with knowledge of the situation. So here it is. 
come back to the office or else. So now that the pandemic is behind us, a lot of these big employers are saying, you got to come back. This remote thing is not working for us. We're not getting production or peace out. See you later. You got to bounce. We don't want you here, right? This is what we're seeing right now in the market. And it's really interesting because this article is talking about the banking sector, which the banking sector is going through a crisis. The future history will show that in 2023, we had a severe banking crisis that was kept on the low and the media didn't put it out there. But we will be looking back and saying, holy smoke, that was a severe banking crisis that occurred in 2023. What do you think about this financial decision and how might it impact the bank's future trajectory and the broader industry? And this has been your weekly business brief. I'll see you guys next week. Peace out. And that wraps up another episode of Wealthy AF brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital, where multifamily real estate syndications meet premier success. Your future starts here. Visit us at premierridgecapital.com for more details.